0: Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On today's Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Susan Waldron and Vicki Chastang and Phil Mays. And today's topic is to talk about love. Thinking specifically about how love has a role to play in healing. And then how that ties into how we prepare ourselves as prayer partners. And we receive people and how we pray for people in that spirit of love. So this can go a variety of different directions, but we just thought it would be important to talk about love and its role in healing. So why don't we start from the vantage point of um, if we were preparing ourselves to be praying for people as a prayer team person, um, how do we think about love in our preparation? That's our starting question.
1: Well, one of the things that i do of uh, ahead of time um, as i am praying just for the recipient and asking for the guidance of the d- and direction of the holy spirit is i always pray that the lord would give me his love for the person that i will be praying for and that i would be able to love them with his unconditional love and that he would remove any kind of uh, prejudice or any kind of preconceived ideas or anything that I may have, either about the individual or what they're asking for prayer about or their story in any way, but that he would wipe that slate perfectly clean. And that instead of um, seeing them the way that I normally would as a human being and as Vicki, um, that I would um, be able to see them as he sees them as one of his children, one of his beloved children, and uh, that he would put the desire, as much desire in my heart for their healing as he
0: has for them. Amen. I know that when I have a conversation with Father Reed, but he'll say this in public as well, um, but he just talks about that being a supernatural experience when you can love somebody in that way, knowing that it's not coming from you and your humanity, but it really is God working through you to love somebody in an amazing way. Um, that kind of reminds me, since Vicki and I have had this experience, and Susan was there as well, uh, a few years ago in Lithuania, when we had prayer team of folks praying for people and the types of stories that we encountered that people shared, it was really God's love that made it possible to pray with them, um, to receive those stories and have no judgment and just have an overwhelming sense of God's presence there. And his love coming through us, and through them too, in the way that they were just fully open, and wanted to receive. Yes, yes, you're
1: right. I mean, that was
0: that's always
1: uh, evident when we're ministering for people, um, but particularly that um, experience that mm-hmm. we shared, and um, that was very profound in their openness, mm-hmm. and and I think that. Um, anyone who feels that they're called to the ministry of prayer or of healing prayer is an empath and that just happens to be part of our personality is that we already are built that way and it is a gift that God has placed inside of us Mm -hmm. to be able to pray for those people.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and I know I have found, I mean, it is very powerful. I I too, um, ahead of praying for others, one of my fervent prayers or parts of that is that I would pray that I would be able to show God's love to them, that it would come through me to them. And when that happens, as we experienced in Lithuania, and certainly in other times, but it was very powerful. It is almost overwhelmingly powerful. I mean, you just, it it takes, it just fills you and takes over. And you know, it is the love of God that is pouring out of you for this person. And uh, it's pretty amazing to be a part of that. And, of course, it's helped me to understand that it is because of God's love for us that he desires to heal us. So um, it's not just to make us better so we can go on our merry way. It's because of his love for us and wanting to draw us closer to him that he does desire to heal us, body, mind, and spirit. Yes.
1: Amen. For God so loved the world. Exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing.
0: For God so loved the world. And God is love. Amen. Amen. So thank you, John, for giving us those mm-hmm. words. Yes. <laughs> um, what would you say, since now we've talked about kind of the experience of what it feels like, we've just acknowledged that there is some sensation that we have, that we know it's God is there. Um, would you say there's any physical manifestation that either you experience as a prayer minister when you have that awareness or that you see in those that are receiving? So we've mentioned openness. That tears.
2: Tears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always say when I'm praying for someone, either I or if I do or if they do, if, they, if there's tears, just that, that is a good thing. That is a good thing. The mm-hmm. Lord is moving mm-hmm. here um, with us. That's mm-hmm. a good, good sign.
1: I generally feel something in my spirit that is a very, it's always very peaceful and very calm. And um, just, there have been times when the Lord has just moved on me to just wrap my arms around this person and Mm -hmm. hug them and hold them. And usually tears will, um, that will definitely come then. I, as I'm thinking of that, I think of one time I was on a mission trip in Brazil, and we were, we had been ministering in an Episcopal church down there, and um, we our team was praying for people that night, and this woman came in um, who was very, very old, and she was very feeble, and she was very dirty, and um, she didn't smell very good, and she came up happened to be the person I happened to be the person that she came for prayer and I was suddenly encompassed with an overwhelming love for her and all I could do was just put my arms around her and hold her mm. and pray for her um, and through my interpreter the woman was speaking and through my interpreter uh, she said that it had been a very long time since anyone had hugged her mm. And it just broke my heart. I mean, when we left that night, I just was in tears myself, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, because my, the compassion that the Lord placed in my heart for this woman. And um, that's one of the things that God's love inside of us will give us the ability to love the unlovely mm-hmm. and um, to hear unlovely stories when we're praying for people and ministering to them.
0: And then still extend grace and mercy in the Mm -hmm. midst of that. Yes. Which is the healing that they need to receive. Right. In addition to other things. (laughs) Yes, yes. Gift of that. Um, Phil, I know that you were um, thinking in advance about some different aspects of this uh, topic of love. And um, sometimes people talk about the four types of love. What would you like to share with us about that?
3: Well, that's (coughs) a good question. And um there's all so Gary Chapman's five love languages and everything. And all well I can I can give you the four types, but I think what's more importantly <coughs> is when um when the word comes up, I don't care, it it's it's usually thought more in a physical sense. There's um There's the eros, which is the physical part, and then there's the family, and then there is um, brotherly love, and then there is agape. And one of the things that struck me when I was going through this, and like you were talking about, and I've experienced it to a degree, is I try to empty myself um, to make me a tool of God, of the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about these, I think it goes more into the agape, which everybody's hit on already is about ha- try to feel like Jesus would as he heals somebody. But also the fact that his grace is, to me, his grace is present with us. And we're on a different level of love it has to do to it it is a spiritually spiritual depth as well as a pure um, feeling that um, like you said supernatural before we got started but it's it's not like what most people think of this I don't know if that makes sense or not but it's it's more in tune of of how would jesus handle this and not to be trite when i said that but <laughs> right. but looking at it through his eyes but also looking at them for the people that they are they are god's yeah. creatures too and and to avoid being judgmental and to and to at the same time be open to the discernment that might pass to us through the holy spirit um, I've been in a couple of occasions when I first started and um, I had a good tutor but uh, mentor but <clears throat> once it happens it, the words just seem to flow if it if it happens in the right circumstance now I've, I've stuttered and become over overwhelmed with the situation before but it seems that the more I try to put myself in the place of being a tool of God, a vessel of the Holy Spirit and His healing powers, that the words just kind of come. And I think, um, uh, best I can say if, is, like there's, there seems to be, and, it, and I think the person I'm, I'm praying with is there's a certain warmth and there's a certain peace present. That's the only way I can put it. I And, and there's another aspect to love, to me, unspoken communication, which means that you don't always have to be talking with your, with somebody to love them. You, you you just have to be there. And I think in our prayer life, it's like that. But anybody, um, it sometimes words are. I feel like I prattle on sometimes. You know, you you feel like that's what you got to do. And sometimes it's best to be quiet. You know, and choose your words wisely. <laughs> but as far as the types of love, yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's the brotherly, sisterly love. There's the love for parents. There's the eros, erotic side of it, the physical side, and then there's also the agape, <laughs> and um, that pretty much sums it up. But more, I notice, and I've listened to Gary Chapman on his on his radio show. It comes to being more about communication being open honest and truthful and to and to do that consistently now that's that's if you're husband wife brother sister whatever but it also works here I you you have to have that warmth and that um, that presence of truthfulness and um, sincere feelings that because people can spot a phony, they can tell when you're not. Mm-hmm. I've been around yes. um, ministers, priests, that you know they're just they're doing their job, and yeah, yeah, everything's okay. No, it just doesn't work like that. But I'll be quiet now. <laughs>
0: no, that was really good.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
3: yeah.
0: true. Mm-hmm. You made me think of um, the types of sometimes that I've had people pray for me, and it feels like more of that sisterly or brotherly love mm-hmm. and that's very valuable as well but um, I think what we've already been describing is more of that agape where we sense the, the manifestation of God the Father Jesus Christ being with us in the midst of praying for somebody
3: I will say at this point that's exactly the way I feel with OSL right here in our group I've got my little prayer group going some of y'all are part of it when I'll say hey I got a bind here or whatever but I've I feel extremely comfortable, because, but I don't. I, there's not too many people I would do that with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway,
0: Susan, you were going to share.
2: Well, I just was gonna say it's focusing in on the agape love, which again, that we are talking about God's love, and how that, and how that um, adds to, points to. I'm not sure I get the right word to healing, and um, one of the things that came up in a a recent devotion that I had talked about um, having a good understanding of God's love and that how that leads to the acceptance of forgiveness and it just made me feel I felt like I just carried that forward in my mind that um, how important that is in healing because and of course Vicki can allude to all of the (laughs) stages and the different things much better because she's so well trained in that but um, that you know if you have lack of forgiveness, unforgiveness in your heart, whether it's for yourself or for someone else, not forgiving someone else for something they have done. I truly believe that 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 leads not only to emotional and spiritual um, illness, but to physical illness. And so it's very important that we help people to have that proper and good understanding of God's love that can then lead to the forgiveness that then can move forward into the healing process following that
3: so. I agree mm-hmm.
1: that's true absolutely mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, one of the one of the ways that the Holy Spirit frequently leads me to pray for people is that they would experience um, the love of God. Um, so many people throughout their life have never experienced. We've been talking about agape love. They've never experienced agape love Mm. or the love of God um, in any way. It's always been some type of a conditional love, one of the other three types of love that you were referring to, Phil. And um, to pray for them, to be able to experience the true love of God when they get to that point, when they're able to receive that, then yes, they have the trust, they have the comfort, they feel the release to be able to forgive um, completely, to forgive themselves where that needs to happen. And um, so it's so important for people just to feel loved. And like you were saying, you know, you can tell and you feel you can tell when it is sincere when it absolutely is truly heartfelt love and through the power of the holy spirit coming or when it's just you know let me lay hands on you and pray for you and you just maybe speak a rote prayer or recite a few scriptures or whatever um and those prayers are valuable they are the lord hears every prayer that we utter um it can be just so, so simple, something like, Jesus, please heal my friend. And um, sometimes we don't know exactly how to pray. You know, we don't have the words, but Jesus, please heal my friend. Um, God can work through that. Mm -hmm. But it's our love for them that prompts us to speak those words Mm -hmm. over them.
0: And I find, you know, so that idea from Romans 8 about the we don't know the language we don't know but it, it's our groaning that we are then relying on the spirit to help us in the, those times so when we experience great heartache and crisis mm-hmm. and all i can say lord i just have compassion my heart goes out and i i that's all i can say right now and i think sometimes we have those types of prayers right so those are valuable that's they are expressing our love helping us to be connected with god who is love in the midst of that
1: that also helps us to get out of the way Mm -hmm. and let the lord work
0: Mm -hmm. so in that mindset like i think about our wednesday service but everybody perhaps who listens to this has some kind of prayer list whether you have a journal or you just have your family members someone close that you regularly think about Um, so here we have this weekly prayer list and i find it helpful to pray over the list as we start, that you just have the framework of God's love for all, each and every one as we lift their name. Because then we don't spend time going into just having space for God to touch us about a particular person and what their specific need might be. But if we just have the spirit of love, God, I love each and every one that now we're lifting before you. Um, and then God starts to bring different people to mind you know i i find every week at the wednesday services we're praying that just a name comes off the page differently than some other and and this week in particular there there were like four names out of the membership list and there was a specific reason why they came to mind this week um you know as i followed up with one yesterday and called found out that they had a particular appointment at a special hospital later this week that they had been having that. So, you know, that was the reason why God wanted me to reach out to them. Uh, Another one, um, that person was on my task list, either call yesterday or today, and then I got an email from them out of the blue this afternoon, so then I responded right back, and then they called me. So that was God's timing in the midst of that, that I needed to talk with that person. So, again, just having that heart of love as we lift people on our prayer list and see what God would say to us in the midst of that.
2: Well, I just going to say, it, it should, should not come as a surprise or a disconnect that that love and healing are closely tied together, um, because there's this lovely little book I have picked up. It was uh, written by a, a young woman with Down syndrome, and she's become quite a spokesperson for Down syndrome awareness, and she has uh, developed a speech, and this book is based on that speech, Don't Limit Me, but it, it's... it's um, show your sparkle is the name of the book but in there she says we were made to love and we were made to be loved mm-hmm. and if that isn't in, in truth how god has created us mm-hmm. then that love is foundational in um our health and our well-being and again both i believe both spiritually physically, and emotionally. And um, so when you inject the, um, the greatest love of all, the agape love that comes from God, um, you know, it's, it's the medicine that, that can and does fix it all, you know, ultimately. So um, it's just, it's very powerful. And um, I guess it's a, what I'm surprised about sometimes is we don't connect that as well. So I'm glad to hear that you are opening that up more with the prayer list. It's saying let's just hold these people in love Mm -hmm. because I think that's what's necessary.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Last night I was uh, sharing a video. This is um, about a six-minute video that describes a community. uh, It's called Larsh and I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a... Some people would say, well, it's a group home, but it's not that because it's really rooted in love for one another, mutual sharing and um, companionship. And it's for folks that would have some disabilities and you need not name what kind of disability. It would be all, all manner of disability. And then folks without disability would share life together. So the video that, um, I was sharing with others, it was portrayed so beautifully, like just in the way that you saw people interact, showed love and their language of how they experienced that in having life together was just so beautiful. I, am crying thinking about it <laughs> because it's just, if the world could be like that, if we could find ways to share life and do life together where we really cared genuinely for one another, um. And one thing that I've noticed that it's almost like it melts something inside or it unlocks something that you didn't know was all bound up. So for us to encounter that love in other people and ways that they receive us, um, you know, that we just don't even realize how it heals us. Mm -hmm. So that video continues to speak into my life and then for it for God to use that in a way that would then help as I share with others as others impact are impacted by that and then maybe empowered to love others better because of what they've received through God's love. Mm-hmm. Um, the the word that I've been sharing with hospitality usually has a particular like every bit framework that people think about what it means to be set a table bring people into my home but hospitality is making space for God for God to do God's work and allowing then God's love to flow through us if we are making space for that and valuing that um, so that then we receive others as God will want us to do Mm -hmm. Um, so that there's a word um, it's not a fancy word just enjoyment but uh, this uh, Anglican author that I'm reading theologian sam wells that he uses that word enjoyment because he sees father son and holy spirit enjoying one another this mutual relationship and so that for him is a word that we should then you know see the value of everyone as they've been created in the image of god and to to see them without judgment as we've already been mentioning so the more that we can do that the more beautiful that we are extending this hospitality, that we are experiencing incarnational life, that we understand God with us, that others can benefit from that. Um, So that really, it has then impacted me on a daily basis to think I could receive this next person better. Um, I came into the church yesterday and there was somebody waiting for me. I did not have an appointment with them, but they saw me and thought, okay, we could get together. So I thought, okay, I'll get together (laughs) because there's no reason for me to put up a wall and say, no, you have to have an appointment. And I'm just going to this is what God has for me at this moment of this time, Mm -hmm. you know, and we had just a beautiful exchange. And for um, them, not only they wanted to ask something from me, but then they also wanted to offer and to be received that they had something to offer and give whereas many people in the world today based on their lot in life right now would think that they're just a drain on society mm-hmm. but no. how how could i express mm. an enjoyment and yeah. receive them for what who they are in the image of god
3: yeah i think I, that's a very good point because um, it goes to it goes to everybody we meet though we should we should treat them with utmost respect and kindness like we would want to be that's kind of a trite statement now but at the same time that's what jesus taught they go and do likewise we we had an episode uh, a couple of nights ago we had to take my oldest dog to the vet and emergency one over on parkway and uh you park outside and Sanford was reading the sign and it wasn't just like number six or whatever but there was a thing and they went to great lengths a whole paragraph about this is a real trying time for everybody and treat each other with respect and kindness we will not we will not uh, expect uh, we will not um, tolerate any abuse of our of our staff and our doctors and she said, wow, they must have had some problems if they made a sign about it. But the, the, it's, it's that thing about everybody you meet. It's the person that waits on you at the table, maybe if you're in a restaurant. It could be the garbage guy. It could be, I, I deal with a lot of subs. and I found if I go out of my way, things go a lot smoother. And I don't mean that, and I'm forcing myself, but you guy's doing a job. I want to see, whether it be a landscaper, whether it be the IT guy, um, it's it's important not to, one, be judgmental, and number two, to look at them as equals regardless of position. And um, I know that isn't always easy, but uh, and I slip and fall, but at the same time, how would you, you know, it, it, it kind of comes back to you and um that's that's a beautiful thought though what you're saying about living the present right now mm-hmm. if if there's an opportunity for somebody to see you, and you got hey fine, put my book down and let's let's talk
1: mm-hmm. and I had the privilege of um knowing personally, Francis McNutt, who was one of the founders, well, he's almost the father of healing, (laughs) Um, but he was one of the founders of Christian Healing Ministries, and everyone that I've ever met who's been in his presence, who's been able to be around him, always talked about that love just exuded from the man. It was, you could almost feel it. It was an atmosphere that was always around him, and you could look into his eyes, and just see tenderness and gentleness and and love. And the the privilege of having him pray for you was um, there was a transference that happened there that was just so supernatural, of feeling that pouring into your body, and. Um, The only thing I can say is it was supernatural. It was just a supernatural experience. There was like a a tenderness and a compassion and a warmth there. And there really weren't necessarily words exchanged at all. It was just a presence that he had. And I'm so grateful to have been able to know some of you have experienced that too, the opportunity for him to pray for you. And um, I'm so grateful to have had that. So frequently I'll think about him and how he loved people just so unconditionally and was so approachable. Um, you know, even when he was in a wheelchair and would come to our healing services, uh, after we were finishing, um, an event or a school, um, he still, people could go over and kneel before him and he would pray for them. And, and they, uh, he, he didn't, guard himself or protect himself necessarily in any way and and say well no you know i'm not well Um, he was he was very approachable and always wanted he wanted to pray for people always that was that just thrilled him and it gave so much joy and brought love to him Um, not to say that he was idolized by people because that's not necessarily the case but um you could certainly feel the love of god that was around him and in judith too i mean as well when she's speaking her mannerisms and um having been with them both in events and then outside in that they're they're the same people um they what you saw was exactly the way they were in the background you know when we were having lunch in a staff room at some prayer ministry place. You know, it would be the same individuals. So that's important that we don't have a a public persona. If we are prayer ministers or we are pastors or leaders, not to have a public persona and a private persona. And I have known some who do that, who aren't kind to servers in the restaurant and Mm -hmm. who are demanding. And to me, that definitely does not draw people to the Lord. Mm And it doesn't show the love of God to them at all. So we're always on display. Mm -hmm. And you never know what just a few words could change someone. Mm -hmm. One day I was in a store and I was making a return in customer service. And it was was in the morning and the woman who was helping me just seemed like she was just in, oh goodness, she had nails for breakfast and um she you know was very irritated she had to look up a price and all of that and i just very compassionately said to her it seems that your day isn't starting off very well and she could have slapped me across the thing, but she didn't. She stopped and she looked at me and she went on to tell me that her car had broken down that morning and she had to get a ride to work and, you know, she gave me a litany. But the way I said it to her, you know, didn't come across like, wow, you're having a bad day. You know, I tried to say it as gently as possible because I could feel in my spirit there was something going on that had absolutely nothing to do with me as the customer. And she unloaded, and I just stopped right there and asked her if I could pray for her. And she said, would you please? And Mm -hmm. so I did. And um, she was smiling and happy when I left. But, um, again, it's being present and hearing the Lord and being sensitive to the nudges of the Holy Spirit and asking asking the Lord to guide and direct you Mm -hmm. when you have encounters. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I mean— if you have the time, why put someone off just because they don't have an appointment? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the time that you spend with those individuals is far more valuable than any time that is on a calendar.
2: Amen. Hmm. Well, Vicki, as you talk about uh, Francis and Judith McNutt, and I don't think I ever personally met Francis. I've certainly read his books, um, but I have met Judith yeah. And so I, I know what you're talking about, about this, this spirit, this spirit of love that just surrounds them and exudes from them and, and the compassion of Christ uh, that they have for everyone, um, that they're around at all times. I mean, it's just it's part of their who they are now. And, and again, I mean, they're just good, perfect examples of modeling what Christ uh, set forth for us. And as I think you know, about as how that love, Christ's love and healing you know, sometimes because we know the healing stories in the Gospels, you know, as they've recounted, but we also know that there are many, many more than what mm-hmm. were actually written in the book. I mean, right. we're told that in several cases. And sometimes I just think about Jesus just walking down the road and in just and in just seeing one right after another and just kind of, you know, just want to heal them and heal them and heal them because of the love that he had for them and uh to know and to know people that in yourself as well that Thank display you. that and and have that just aura about them is, is again it's powerful and it's it is healing to others even when you're just letting them take your groceries out or something and you speak kindly to them
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah most i mean all of the the prayer ministers in, in OSL here and also my prayer minister peers at Christian Healing Ministries there's such an atmosphere of love I mean when we get together um, to pray together you can just absolutely feel the presence of the Holy Spirit you can feel Jesus in the room and guiding and directing our words and, and um, the other faculty members um, there's so much just so much love that comes out even you know when they're teaching
0: you can sense it, you can feel it. So So anyone who's listening to this podcast, we encourage you to keep seeking out those that um, show forth love. So whether you are in a proximity that you can come and worship with us and receive uh, ministry from our prayer ministers, we invite you to to come and do that. Uh, But maybe you're somewhere else in a different location and just Pray for people that can be around you that can show forth that love, and God will bring them to you. Um, that, that's our prayer for each and every one, that we can find those people that really love us and show forth um, great gentleness and kindness and joy and all those beautiful mm. fruits of the Spirit so that we can um, be healed in the various ways that we have um, just picked up things from our life experience that wound us and that we need that love for healing let me lead us in a prayer as we close today holy God we thank you for who you are that you are love and that you have given us the opportunity to experience that in profound ways and I pray for each of us in our various life journeys that there's measures of healing that we all need. And thank you, Lord, that you continue to um, tend to us in very um, personal ways, that you bring people in our path that that do share love in the ways that we need, that provides healing. And so I pray for each of us this day and the time that we hear this and, and engage in this conversation that there would be something that you would continue to um, water seeds within within us that then as they grow and bloom that they would show forth your love for each of us and that that would continue to manifest in our lives in a way that then we can uh, share it with others and that your message of love and forgiveness and grace and mercy would go and be made manifest and multiply for others to receive and to say yes to Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So we pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Well, thank you all.